standing on the pavement, it was impossible to know the strong room was even there. The house itself was one of a row of large Victorian semi-detached homes on the outskirts of Bolton Town Centre. To their rear were the densely packed terraces of Double, home to Bolton's South Asian community. Ahead of them, a patchwork of fields and houses slowly fell away as the land climbed up towards Winter Hill, the peak that towered over all of Bolton. The strong room lay deep within the footprint of the house. It had no windows facing the outside world, nothing to reveal its presence to the casual observer. The walls, floor and ceiling of the strong room had been specially constructed with steel-reinforced concrete, the kind used for bank vaults. It had cost tens of thousands of pounds, but set against the value of what was inside the room, it was a drop in the ocean. There was a single way in and out, a heavy metal door set into an equally sturdy metal frame. The door had no handle inside or out, and on either side of it was an inset keypad. Without the eight-digit combination, there was no way to get in or out of the room short of industrial-strength explosives. The formidable door lay wide open. Someone was inside. Slow, deliberate footsteps pressed down into the thick burgundy pile of the carpet as a young woman crept past the exquisitely crafted bespoke cabinets that lined the room. Made from imported Brazilian hardwoods and finished with a genuine gold trim, each cabinet was glass-fronted to better display its contents. Racks of solid gold jewellery, necklaces, earrings and bangles, hundreds of thousands of pounds worth, rows of Rolex watches, each larger and more ostentatious than the last, sitting proudly beside their boxes and certificates of authenticity, all glistening softly beneath spotlights recessed into the ceiling. The young woman passed them without so much as a second glance. She had something far more valuable in mind. She wore skinny blue jeans, white trainers and a crop top beneath her knee-length black padded jacket, the standard uniform of a million northern teenage girls. Her hair had been scraped atop her head into a tottering bun, which gave a clear view of her face. She had the determined, thickly applied makeup of someone well used to passing for much older than her young years. But beneath the foundation, contouring and darkly painted eyebrows, there was no mistaking that she was barely older than a child. She had only been in the room once before, but it was just as she remembered it – 